welcome to Wrestling Now. I'm your host. I'm Lloyd. Welcome back, everyone, to the show. Um, I know it's been a little while. This is my first episode in almost uh, three weeks. Um, Yeah. Let's get right into it. So, we had a short AEW Dark. Uh, This is the post-AEW Dark show. Um, this uh, this week's episode of Dark was about a little a little over an hour long. It wasn't that bad. Usually, I'm pretty upset when it turn when it turns into a two hour show. Don't get me wrong; I don't mind straight up matches, a few promos here and there, but it's just a very long show to put on TV or let alone YouTube. But anything about an hour, an hour and a half is suitable. For viewers to watch wrestling and they can keep their eyes peeled on it, especially when you give them something that's worth watching. And AEW definitely has that. So, for instance, tonight was the tonight's very first match was a very <laughs> was interesting. You had John Moxley on AEW Dark. This is probably the second time ever I've ever seen John Moxley on AEW Dark. And and he was. This is the first time he was on the opening match of it. So uh, he went against John Cruz and just demolished him. These series of matches tonight were just mostly demolishing, the demolishment. Um, next match was a tag team match. You had Bear Country, uh, Bear Boulders, and Bear Bronson. Uh, they went against the Chaos Project, and they and they beat the Chaos Project. I guess Bear Country now is getting. I don't know. They're they're pulling away with some wins, and uh, that's surprising me. I mean, that's actually not surprising because I knew they were going to become a big thing when they because when they first debuted, they looked like a big thing. I didn't, but I didn't think anything of it until just recently. So, you know, the last few weeks they've been winning some matches. They've been winning six man and eight man, uh, eight man tag man tags, and they've been winning those matches too along with Jungle Express, and they were teaming up with other people, so I know they're getting a push. So they're slowly making their way up in the tag team division. So Bear Country beat the Chaos Project. That was a fun match, actually. That was actually one of my favorite matches of the evening. Then we have Butcher and Blade versus Jake, St. Patrick, and Sage Scott. That was a pretty quick one right there. Um, This is just a prep-up match for their six-man tag with Eddie Eddie Kingston against um, the two quarters of the... uh, of the uh of the uh i'm sorry no um lance archer john moxley and ray phoenix are going against uh against the family as eddie kingston likes to call him so that's so this match was a little preppy match for that and then uh then we had uh, AEW, uh, a women's match renee michelle making her AEW debut against shanna uh, Shannon's been on a nice little winning streak. She's been three and one lately, and she just uh, she beat Renee Michelle in a very pretty quick fashion. A few of these matches were done that way tonight. Eric James and VSK versus uh, three and four, uh, three and four of the Dark Order. So um, of course, Dark Order wins. Wins again. I mean, is it AEW Dark or Dark Order or always wins here? Um, no negative one tonight. Um, he must be at home doing homework or something. So 
or maybe on vacation. Who knows? Uh, then we had uh, Baron Black and John Skyler versus Jurassic Express. This is a cool match. Jurassic Express won this match. I love Jungle Boy's new theme music. Every time they come to the ring now, it makes me wor- I, I I really... It's really worth waiting now watching Jungle Express come out because of their music. Because I want to sing along. I'm sure everyone loves to sing along to that music. Come on. That shit is dope, right? Come on. I know y'all like that. Oh, 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 oh. Like, they're just... Everybody's singing along to it. Um, for Vixen and Ty versus Ty Conti was the next match. That was a women's match. This one was pretty quick. Ty knocked Ty Conti pretty much made for Vixen tap pretty quick in uh, submission. So in a submission fashion, that was, that was actually pretty cool, man. Aaron Solo went against Eddie Kingston. That was uh that lasted a few minutes. Eddie Kingston beating with the back fist. Casey Navarro went against Absolute Ricky Starts. That ended in a pretty much three seconds. Uh, Ricky Starts put him in a finisher, and it was basically one, two, three, and that match was over. And his music just started. His music ended about 20 seconds before it restarted again. Let's put it like that. This was a fucking very quick match, y'all. <laughs> I haven't seen a match like that in a long time. Ricky Starts wasn't getting paid by the by the hour, so he just ended it quick, man, and, and then went on commentary and told Excalibur to shut up right away so he could start saying what he needed to say. I was rolling. I was that shit was hilarious. Absolute Ricky Starts is great on commentary, man. I'm sorry, there's nothing better than that on AW Dark. And then um, then we had Kate, uh, Brandon Cutler. He won. Um, he hasn't won a few matches. He's lost some, and but tonight he's beat uh, Mysterio. So he made his AEW debut tonight. This is a carbon copy or of uh, Ray Mysterio. I'm sorry. I saw this guy right away. I didn't like his gimmick. He bored the shit out of me. He because he I don't know. Maybe it was just because he reminded me of Ray Mysterio, and he wore a mask, and his name was Mysterio. So come on, guys. Come on. Are you serious? I'm sorry. I wasn't going for it. And, and then just Brandon Color doesn't excite me either. So so that match was just irrelevant to me. Irrelevant to me. I'm sorry. That was probably my least favorite match in the card. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. One of my favorites in this whole division. He went against Ryzen. That was so much fun to watch. And it was yet another team has one, two, three quick victory. He just destroyed Rising. Put him, he got him in one of those uh, power slams, and that shit was over, man. It was like a fallaway power slam. It was beautiful. Oh my god! Uh, final match of the evening, we had a Fuego del Sol against Nick Camarado of the Nightmare Dungeon. If that means anything to anyone, I'm sorry. I love Cody Rhodes. I love Brandy Rhodes. I love the Rhodes family. But the, right now, the Nightmare Dungeon doesn't mean jack right now to me unless you bring a star out of there other than Cody Rhodes and Bradley Rhodes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, what's his name? Nick, uh, Nick John, uh, Shoddy, whatever his name is, uh, Nick Johns, whatever his name is, like, 
he de- he's not doing it for me. Nick Camarado's not doing it for me. And oh yeah, and he destroyed Fuego del Sol, by the way, in this match. That match ended in a quick one, two, three. Fuego del Sol put had a little offense, but I was like, what? Like like a bee, like a bee trying to mess around with an elephant right now. That was just come on. That was just too much, man. That was basically what the match looked like. And uh, now let me just continue on with this. I'm sorry. Anyone that comes out of the Nightmare Dungeon right now, I'm not saying they're a joke because they're all training to become someone big. And I'm not knocking that. But right now, you can't claim that dungeon is something that's relevant in the wrestling world because you don't have anyone there that, that's made an impact into the world. And that's what this whole dungeon is. Except Cody Rhodes, which is his name. It's his moniker, Nightmare so that makes something. That means something to me. But the people that come out of it don't because they haven't faced relevancy yet. The island of relevancy. And that's what Roman Reigns. I, I'm just going to quote Roman Reigns right there. No one there has felt the, the island of relevancy yet. And the world hasn't felt it yet for these guys. So until that happens, then I can pay more attention to it. But these guys right now, they're progressing. They're they're, you know, they're making their way into the wrestling world. May, I'm sure they're gonna become something, but right now, I'm sorry, you're not gonna make, you're not gonna, you're not, you're not gonna draw a match against John Moxley right now. I'm sorry, none of those guys are. Or, or Chris Jericho, or Christopher Daniels, or uh, or Kazarian. You can't do that. I'm sorry, none of these guys can do that yet. I mean, I haven't, usually I can see the potential and I'll tell you guys right away. And guess what? A week or two later, that shit happens, right? Every time, every time I quote somebody from this show, any wrestler from on this show, and I'll be like, oh, this person is going to be like that. And guess what? It happens two weeks down the line. Look what happened to Powerhouse Hobbs last year. I knew he was going to become a big thing. He lost a lot of matches, but then boom, he got picked up. He started winning matches. Now he's part of, now he's part of the, uh, he's part of Team Taz. And I mean, yeah, he hasn't done anything recently, but at least now he's part of a faction and people saw his talent just like I did. I haven't, I haven't noticed for that, man. I have a knack for that shit. And uh, I, you know, and when it comes to people in the Nightmare Dungeon, the only person right now that has, that I can say that has that charisma is, ah, what's it, Red Velvet. Red Velvet is definitely worthy of it, but she's still a newcomer. They're going to put her in a big match against, with Cody Rhodes, which he's somewhat injured at the moment. So who knows in about two, three weeks where his injury takes four to six weeks to, to, to heal. And he's in a match within that time line. And he's, and he has to, he has to train real velvet to fight Jay Carhill, who's never wrestled in a match in this caliber of wrestling on TV, live, and well, and possibly, possibly in front of a crowd. Who knows? She's never faced that kind of controversy. And Shaq, Shaq's not a wrestler. Shaq's only been on a few matches in the world where in the WWE where he's you know he's ha- have fun with it. He's but he's a little older now, so he can't do all those crazy moves. So what are you gonna have? What are you gonna have Shaq do? This is basically a women's match, <laughs> and these two women can't really hold each other up because both these women never faced each other. And number one, both these women haven't been in wrestling longer than a year. <laughs> so, or two years, I'm sorry. So they, they have, they're not, they're amateurs. They're all amateurs. 
So I'm, this is the match I'm fearful for because I want this match to succeed, but right now the tools aren't ready for it. So I don't know how this is going to work out. Uh, this is the worst part that worries me the most. But don't worry. I think sure somehow they're going to make it's not going to how they're going to make this work. I just hope it doesn't doesn't turn out to be cheap or anything, but I hope it works. I'm I'm always optimistic when it comes to AEW. I give them the benefit of the doubt. Not the WWE, but AEW. I give them the benefit of the doubt. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Take care. Have a great evening. I hope you missed me because I missed you guys. I may not be on very often like I am every week, but I will come back and I will give you the news as I feel. And um, and I know I'm going to try and be as like, as exact as I can so you guys can get caught up in this world. God bless you all. Have a great evening. Take care.